In chapter 4, Zechariah has a vision of the menorah, the only vessel made of pure gold other than the keruvim. And the menorah is the symbol of the state of Israel. The menorah and the olive branches being taken from chapter 4 here in Sefer Zechariah. At this point, in the building of the second temple, the foundation has been laid. While there is no Aron Kodesh where the Shekhinah dwelt as it had in Bayit Rishon, there is the Mizbeach which was functioning and where sacrifices were brought. The Menorah serves in place of the Aron. There are three parts to this chapter. Verses 1 through 5 are the vision of the Menorah, 6 through 10 are the word of God to Zerubbabel, the political leader charged with rebuilding the temple regarding the stone with the seven enayim, which was described in chapter 3, and verses 10 through 14, the explanation of the vision of the menorah. We keep in mind that these visions of Zechariah are not understood by him, and he has a personal angel who explains to him the meaning of of what he is seeing. Vayashav hamel amalach hadoverbi vayeireni keish asher yeor mishnato. And the angel who spoke with me returned, and he awakened me as a man who wakes from his sleep. The angel who just showed Zechariah the judgment of Yehoshua the Kohen Gadol in the previous chapter has now returned to show him a different vision the one of the menorah. Zechariah was awakened by the angel from sleep and is now in a conscious state, not a dream, but still sleepy. However, there are similarities to a dream, including visions which change periodically, as well as the blurring of time and place. Vayomer elai ma ataroe vaomar raiti vehine menorat zahav kula vegula al rosha and he said to me, What do you see? And I said, I saw, and behold, there was a candelabrum all of gold, with its oil bowl on top of it, and its seven lamps, and seven tubes each on top of the lamps. Zechariah is asked by the angel the question, the menorah zahav here refers to the middle part of the menorah from its base to the top. The gula is a sort of plate or bowl which is on the very top of it. The nerot are the containers of oil that are uh, on top of this gula. Seven candles and seven mutzakot or containers from which the oil was poured out are depicted here. So there was a total of 79, sorry, 49 flames, 7 times 7. This menorah was different from the one which was in the Mishkan, as its candles were in a circle around the gula, as well as the 49 flames. Ushnaim zeitim alea echad mimin hagula veechad al smola, and there were two olive trees near it, one on the right of the bowl and one on its left. Ma Adoni. 
So I answered and spoke to the angel who talked with me, saying, What are these, my Lord? Ma'ele, Zechariah asks, What is the symbolism of what he is seeing? Vaya'an hamalach hadoverbi vayomer elai halo yadata mahema ele vaumar lo adoni. And the angel who spoke with me answered, and he said to me, Do you not know what these are? And I said, No, my Lord. The angel here is actually surprised that Zechariah didn't understand the symbolism of the Nerot, since he had understood the riddle of the uh, Sheva Enaim that was in the previous chapter. Vaya'an vayomer elai lemor zedvar Adonai el zerubavel lemor lo bechayil velo bekoach ki'im beruchi amar Adonai tzevaot. And he answered me and spoke, saying, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubavel, saying, in a famous line, Not by military force and not by physical strength, but by my spirit says Hashem Tzvakot. Zeh refers to the symbolism of both the Enaim from the previous chapter and the Nerot in this chapter, which are one and the same. It's the same theme with different symbols, brought to strengthen the point that Zerubavel is the designated one who will be the Tzemach, or the shoot from Beit David. This famous line Lo bechayil means even though now Zerubbabel has no material or practical ability to stand up against the other nations and take over the kingship of Israel, his rule isn't based on military strength, which at the time, of course, meant horses and chariots, but on the spirit of God with which he will ultimately rule. Mi ata har hagadol lifnezru bavel lemishor vehutzi et ha'even harosha teshuot chen chen la. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you sink to a plain. He will bring out the stone of the main architect with shouts of grace, grace to it. Mi ata, even if there would be a large obstacle, such as a mountain in the way of Zerubbabel, an obstacle that, under normal circumstances, could not be overcome, even so, it would be removed from his path. Vayi devar Adonai elai lemur. And the word of God came to me, saying, Yedei Zerubavel yistu habayit hazeh, veyadav tevatsana veyadata ki Adonai sevaot shelachani alechem. Zerubavel's hands founded this house, this temple, and his hands shall complete it. And you shall know that Hashem Sevakot sent me to you. Yizdu is the idea of continuing the rebuilding of the foundations that had been laid down previously and were left until Zerubavel came to continue the building process. Vayadata here again is referring to the veracity of Zechariah's prophecy, and he is speaking to Yeshua Kohen Gadol and his friends. And now we come to the last part of the chapter in Psukim 10 to 14, the answer to the riddle of the menorah. 
כימי בז ליום קטנות ושמחו וראו את האבן הבדיר ביד זרובבל שבעה אלה עיני אדוני המה משוטטים בכל הארץ. For whoever despised the day of small things shall rejoice and see the Evan Habdil in Zerubbabel's hand. These sevenfold, the eyes of God are roving to and from throughout all the earth. Another sign that the words of the Navi will come true, even those people who thought little and downplayed and maybe even ridiculed the rebuilding of the temple who said it was a Yom Ketanot. Even they were happy when they saw Zerubbabel lay the Evan Habedil, or the headstone, of the temple. So too in the future, those who debate whether or not the promises of the rebuilding will come true will see their actualization. Shiva Ele refers to the candles standing around in a circle on top of the Gula, as we mentioned earlier. Enei Hashem, they symbolize God's providence, which encompasses the whole world. God's watching over and taking notice and being involved in what transpires here on earth. Va'an va'omar elav ma'ashne hazetim ha'ele al yemin ha'menorah ve'al smolah. And I raised my voice and said to him, what are these two olive trees on the right of the candelabrum and on its left? So Zechariah here is asking the question, what do the zetim symbolize, the olive trees? Va'an shenit va'omar elav ma'ashte shibale hazetim asher beyad shenei tzanterot hazahav hamerikim me'alehem hazahav. And I raised my voice a second time and said to him, What are the two olive branches beside the two golden vats that empty out the golden oil from themselves? Since Zechariah was not answered the first time, he calls out in this pasuk a question a second time in greater detail. The bunches of olives that were held by the Kruvim-like entities um, that had them in their hands, which were pouring out, as it were, a fine oil above their heads. Vayomer elai lemor, halo yadata ma'ele va'omer lo adoni. And he spoke to me, saying, Do you not know what these are? And I said, No, my lord. Halo yadata, on whose head would fine oil be poured out? That's essentially the question that's being asked of Zechariah. Vayomer ele shene bene hayitzar haomdim al-adon kol aretz. And he said, These are the two anointed ones who stand before the Lord of all the earth. Bene yitzhar, the Kohen Gadol, descended from Aaron HaKohen, as well as the king from Beit David, both servants of God.